Welcome to Thrones and Scones. It's your weekday morning podcast where we talk mostly about Game of Thrones, but then also so much about scones. Do Straight we have up, those 50, things 50. today? Yeah, fitty fitty, baby. Fitty fifty. Today we're touching uh, Game of Thrones season three, episode five, and garden veggie cheddar. <laughs> mm, I, I can't wait to get into that. It's a nonsense. scone. It'll be delicious. <laughs> uh, we'll 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 see. Uh, what I know for sure is that today's episode is called "Kissed by Fire," mm, which. Uh, not, not necessarily something that you want to be. I know I'm not talking shade on the gingers here. I'm, I'm saying, actually, if you're kissed by fire, you should maybe go and see Jeremy tomorrow uh, in the <laughs> clinic. <laughs> <laughs> and if you were to live, you should definitely not see Jeremy in clinic. <laughs> yeah, go, go into a circus or something. Who's to say? Um, you guys, you guys want to hear a little wiki? Yeah. I Break would love it to. down. Do you, got, do, you have any, uh, do you have any requests? The Macho Man thing was a, was a big hit. Oh, God, that was too hilarious. Oh, he put me on the spot. I know, and I uh, think everything I can think of is really not appropriate. No, all, so. I can think of now is mach- <laughs> all I can think of now is how good that Macho Man was. You just got to really channel do you, the, do you, the do constipation. You have, <laughs> uh, speaking of just, just bulk dudes, uh, do, you have, do you have an Arnie Schwartz? Oh, of course. <laughs> sure, sure. Let's, all right. <clears throat> Season 3, episode 5. <laughs> Kiss by fire. Wow. <laughs> the hound is judged by the gods. Jamie is judged by the men. John proves himself. Rob is betrayed. And Tyrion learns the cost of weddings. <laughs> They're very expensive. <laughs> See, I think in future we're gonna have you have to continue to do that the entire episode. <laughs> oh gosh! And oh, there, hold on, what? And there's our last listener. They're gone. All right, it's it's been fun. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Oh lord! Thanks, Bob, well, for sticking through. <laughs> it's hard to believe that we're uh, halfway through season three already, and uh, we've made it to an episode that has a, a couple pretty cool turning points in it. Um, I'm, I want to open the floor. Where do you guys want to start? What's, uh, what's some of your favorite stuff? I think we should start right, uh, right at the, uh, the beginning of the episode and my favorite part. Oof. Oof See, this was, a, this was a close call for me. I had to give it to something else, but... It stung not to choose this moment. Yeah, this is just so the hound. We're talking the hound and the um, what's the leader of the Brotherhood's name? Barrick. Barrick. Yeah, Barrick yeah. Dendarian. Yeah, I couldn't think of his last name. I still probably couldn't say it. I'll just um, say it. I can say but, it. You want me to? <laughs> yeah, I think we should say Jeremy. Jeremy said Barrick Dandelion. Has <laughs> <laughs> we'll to look it up again. What's the? What, what, what? No, Jeremy, just go for it. Don't look it up. Just go. Oh, for it. Barrick Barbarian. Barbarian. Barrick Bar- like Barbarian. Yeah, that, honestly, if you say it fast enough, sounds sounds, sounds pretty similar. damn close. I think that was a kids' show back in the day, wasn't it? Barrick the Barbarian. <laughs> right Bar- after Barney, <laughs> the purple dinosaur. Uh, but anyway, just get a lot of cool. You get a lot of see a lot of cool stuff here. We get. We finally get to see him light his sword on fire. Pretty badass. Oh, with his blood. Uh, yeah, super badass. And that hound kill. Okay, so in this fight, the hound seems a little less afraid of fire than he did in that last fight we saw him in, in King's yeah. Landing. Yeah. I felt, I felt maybe a little bit of a plot hole because in King's Landing, the guy like couldn't just couldn't handle it. He, he, uh, he basically ran away from the fight. 
because yeah, the true. guy is on fire running at him, and he like the guy's he's like just, twenty feet away, and he's like frozen. Yeah, he just a sword freezes, on yeah. fire is like oh, I I can fight through this. <laughs> yeah, so I thought I w- that was a little questionable, but nonetheless, still my favorite part because of that kill. He just freaking uh, goes oh. through the sword into the dude's clavicle. Up, yeah, just through the sword <laughs> through the clavicle. <laughs> Just I know that it's such like it's such like a nice thing by the by the writers to do as well because you know like had they just had it end properly you know they they just fight for a couple more minutes ding 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 some one probably with an annoying voice like mine would pop up and be like actually the fire would compromise the structural integrity of that sword <laughs> <laughs> just whoosh right through it pretty deep down into his uh oh into yeah, his body it's there. like in chest cavity kind of world oh. I'm like. I'm it's problematic. Not getting up from that one. Yeah, and then he's then you, then you but see wait, him. But alas, yeah, yeah. Then he. Uh, so then, spoilers. In case you haven't seen the episode, he gets revived. <laughs> uh, and then we see. Uh, I, I guess I don't know if you actually see that specific scar. I can't remember now. But basically, so I, his scars yeah. are very small. I made a note of it because at first I'm like, okay wound healed like a big wound but then i went back and looked and it's like they've got his armor kind of over it so i'm wondering yeah. if they're just kind of holding it together and then later on when he's going to show aria his scars you can see like stitching there okay. so uh but it, there's got to be some level of healing because you had to break ribs you had to go through probably his heart at that point like <laughs> yeah that's that's my um, question even if you can bring like his life force back somehow I mean, yeah. that's that's some pretty intensive surgical work that needs to be done. Stat. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah, so like another time where we're seeing the whole Lord of the Light magic, if you will, right? We saw the demon baby born and then now yes. we get and now we get essentially bringing you back from the dead. Although he admits that, especially in the conversation with Arya of like cuz she's like, "Look, why couldn't this have happened? Why couldn't we have brought back my my father and he's like yeah. well you know it doesn't work that way with the head thing and she's like yeah but you know brought you back seven times some clearly mortal wounds and he's like yeah you're brought back but you lose pieces of you really not explaining what that means but you know his balls probably yeah. <laughs> definitely the left testicle is gone by now yeah, yeah. Fifth several ribs yeah because um, his eye didn't grow back yeah right but apparently uh, his heart and all his blood vessels can yeah, <laughs> this this part uh, as we've seen it so far is like pretty pretty true to the books um but the one change and i don't know why they didn't just keep it it would have been simple and it makes me you never see it happen you can just picture it but when barrack's going through like how he died each time like blah 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 to Arya in the books the mountain killed him three or four of those times so the mountain just keeps killing him and it's like driving Gregor Clegane insane that he just keeps running into this dude and keeps killing him keeps killing him and just keeps showing back up uh, and I think it would I don't know why they took it away uh, maybe just for believability's sake but you just resurrected a dude I think it would have been a funny thing to include yeah I don't and they don't uh that's one character that really doesn't get much spotlight in this show until even even moving forward we don't get a lot of Gregor Clegane. So I wonder if it's just uh as far as like character development, like he's yeah. there a lot in the in the future seasons, but at that point other things have happened and he's uh yeah. less than talkative, I would say. That's a good point. From the fire doing its work, we move on to some literal fireworks. It's time to fuck in a cave. 
Oh, fill that for sweet, sweet. I thought you're gonna. I thought you're gonna break up, break off into <laughs> Katy Perry right there. Yeah. <laughs> fire, <laughs> baby, you're a firework. John show, John Snow, show me what that booty do. Uh, didn't rhyme. Didn't we, really. We get another rhythm, gift, but you hey. know nothing, John. Oh, 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 oh yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> Where do you get that? Someone's king of another land called. <laughs> The vagina. Or I put King of Moral or Cunninglets in there as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We always thought that Sam was, uh, that Sam was uh, always, you know, the good talker, the smart one. But John's a cunning linguist uh, himself. We have, uh, we have learned. <laughs> Another meme here. Maybe my favorite Game of Thrones meme. Jon Snow knows two things. How to eat pussy and nothing. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yes, he he breaks his Night's Watch vows in a cave that must be a hot spring, right? It doesn't look like a hot spring. Certainly it would be frozen if it wasn't. I don't care if it's a hot spring or not. There is absolutely... Like an opening in the top of that cave and water dripping down from the top of the cave, which would be ice and snow. That yeah. shit has got to be cold. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> let's bond in here. And there's no steam coming off that water. So, yeah, gold. yeah that's a uh, big. I never water. want to leave this cave, Jon Snow. My nipples are hard as ice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that. Uh, my notes uh, just say. Aren't they cold? Question mark. Question mark. There's a fucking waterfall from outside, <laughs> and it looks like you know they're outside. They're marching around for a while, and she's like, "Oh, Jon Snow," I, her accent's constantly different to me. Uh, "Oh, Jon Snow, c- come into this cave. I got your, I got your sword. Let me see your picker." And then uh, they walk in. It looks like this pretty. I'm pretty sure that was getting a little Hispanic. <laughs> that accent. It started out as an Irish man, yeah. and then it, just and then it went very, yeah. Ooh. Juan Snow, come. <laughs> your baker. <laughs> but it looks like it's just like, oh, it's a weird outcropping. Oh no, there's like a there's an opening. Boom! Cave of Wonders. Like, oh, yeah, we can was, we can make our our she, living room here, and here's where the kitchen can these, go. She knows all these caves, right? She's like, let us disappear, and no one will ever find where we go. And they're like, hey, is John and Eager down there fucking? Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that seemed a bit. Uh, that seemed a bit too convenient. Yeah. But it was a. It, it's, it's an interesting moment. It's kind of also a topic I wanted to bring up today. At this point, I, I think that the case is pretty much solidified in the future. But here and now, where do you guys think John's head is at? Is he doing his duty with Egret, the duty he promised to Cor, and this is this is the way for him to gain the trust of the one person that he, you know, who has already kind of admitted to be like, you know, I know there's more to you. What's going on? Blah 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 blah. Uh, or do you think that he's actually in love? I see. If <laughs> Watching this episode, I feel like when he when he gives up his vow, I mean, I don't think I don't think you can argue another way. I think he he's showing how much he cares for her. Now, mm-hmm. does that mean that he no longer is considering himself, you know, kind of part of beyond the wall or below the wall and and his family and that stuff and or you know the whole nights of, of the watch and things like that? But I just feel like he really wants her. He respects the way that she's living her life, and I think that he's jealous of that. So, mm. yeah, I think, think he likes her. Yeah. I think it's quite clear he likes her. I think so, too. I do wonder, because he... Oh, 
it's so tough for me because also we got to remember like he's still a I don't know how old he is 18 18 19 at this point yeah. like he's uh he's probably gonna get swooned off pretty dang quickly there but I love the dialogue and it's so simple but I, I did make a note of it where it, he's just like blah 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 we shouldn't we should <laughs> it's like yeah yep. that's what you say <laughs> Some, that's perfect yeah, someone's that's blood changed direction for that brief moment <laughs> <laughs> yeah but he went from like I just like I like you know how he goes from very nervous to like oh I don't know if I should take my all right time to go downtown <laughs> 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 He doesn't grab an touch, awkward move first or anything. Like he's just like, all right. Are you blowing bubbles down there? <laughs> yeah. Swoon dive, dive, dive. Swooned off pretty quickly, uh, probably figuratively and literally, given it uh, ne- never had anything like this before. Probably. Sure. Um, it's very cold as well. Yeah. Well, so, yeah. Hey, feel he's going to warm up. I feel so if, if, I, I get your question, but I think he's got a... I just don't think he would break that vow. He could have just said, like, you know, hey, I can't I can't perform. It's freaking cold in here. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Or or if he is breaking the vow, what does he do? Just, what does he just have his fingers crossed behind his back the whole time or something? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't buy it. I think, he, I think he's into her. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, I, I think that you are correct there. I'd say um, another part of this episode that i that was my favorite part and i don't know if we've gone to yours as well but was the jamie and brand that moment in the hot springs or hot tub or whatever that yeah. entire conversation that moment of you've seen like obviously we know he's not completely broken he has more of that coming uh but we see that home that hopelessness and like that all right i'm gonna tell you i'm gonna tell you the weight that's on me and what I've lived through being the Kingslayer and how he's like, just, you know, essentially ends with him saying, just Jamie, my name is Jamie. Can someone owe me that, you know, that gratitude and respect and just call me Jamie. And, and Brian, I mean, she's a badass. She's, she clearly has been through a lot in this very short time that she's been involved with the Stark uh, family as well. And showing her, I don't know. She, I, do you think she's falling in love with Jamie? Or do you Brienne, think this is a more of an honor thing? It's very tough for me to gauge. I think that there is a weird level of, I, I don't even want to say romance, but there's there's some affection there for right. sure. It's but almost I like think, two yeah. knights who like respect each other in this weird way. Mm, right? I like, think it goes beyond that in a sense of like, she is the person, and she's discovering this, that like sees who he is more right. than anyone else. Right. Um, right. More than I think she would say, and he would say, you know, whether he would admit it out loud or not, like Cersei even. Like she has gotten to his core and she holds this like idea of his being within herself now. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if, you know, she's in love with that or not, but it's it's very intimate in a way. Right. Yeah, no, and it's very powerful, and I thought that was like one of the coolest parts of the episode because again, it's, they're yeah. they're so they're so good together. There's just you believe it, you feel that emotion. I thought that was cool. So the uh, yeah, best part. I marked it down as my favorite part of the episode as well. I mean, that scene in particular, but just this is I think for the whole series, as far as my memory goes, like Nikolai's best episode. Like everything Jamie in this episode is great when he's with Kyburn and he's like cutting away the thing, he's like, 
He's like, he's like, no, you're not, you're not putting me under. Like, you're not taking yeah. my arm. Right. He's like, it's gonna hurt. He's like, I'm gonna scream. He's like, it's gonna hurt a lot. He's like, well, then I'll scream really loudly. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. he's, you know, he's defeated, but he's kind of starting to fight back a little bit. Um, I love everything about him in this episode. Yeah. Yeah, it I was do. good. I do too. Um, I was a little nervous. Uh, he's got his, he's got his nub. I get. Uh, they show that his nub doesn't really go in the water, which is good, but. I'm telling you, those hot tubs swarming with bacteria. Oh yeah, I guarantee that thing's not, not. I guarantee that thing's not even chlorinated. <laughs> Doesn't look, I was thinking the whole time like it does not look comfortable the way it's just sticking out. Like just put your elbow on top of the freaking. Like you don't want to look like you're lounging too much. I don't. No, understand. no, no. If you look, the... when Brian was in there, there was a little container of pH strips right behind her. Like, oh, she oh, was really? dipping. She was checking. And she was good. She oh, was okay. like, it's a little acidic, but we're okay. <laughs> We get a, yeah. Also, at Hall, while we're still there for a moment, we, I mean, we don't know the extent of his, uh, you know, dubiousness yet. Do you guys kind of like Bruce Bolton in this episode? Like, he's a dick to, to uh, Locke oh, when he comes right. back. Yeah. Uh, and he's just like, he's still kind of a dick to Jamie. He does that whole thing where he's like, oh, yeah, you haven't heard. Stannis Baratheon stormed the castle and your sister is absolutely fine like and you just see like jamie collat like he's he's playing him but he's just kind of doing it to to see it i don't know i kind of i kind of liked him in this episode yeah well we don't have a reason not to yet we find out clear in the future kind of what kind of human piece of shit he is so yeah yeah even then you kind of i mean you obviously kind of know is it this episode or the next episode we find out he's really like working with jamie uh, I think it is the. Uh, do I have a note in the next one? It's the next one. Okay. So yeah. So I guess not yet then, right? It's fine. But. I don't know. Roos just kind of. I don't know if he get maybe just doesn't get enough screen time where I just kind of always forget that that character even exists. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 Yeah. Other big moments that happened in the show. Rickard Karstark kills yeah. the uh, Lannister boys, Martin and Willem Lannister, and is. Killed by Rob Stark, really kind of the last turning point here of, of Rob's thing. Um, you, you can say at this point whether or not it was really going to make a difference, but that's a big blow, Rob half losing half his, half his army. Yeah. yeah, But, I mean, I, I respected it. I think they've set up Rob to make the decision that he made. Uh, I think that they're being consistent with that, and I, it was believable even when everyone was kind of telling them, hey, do, don't do this. Um, you know, he's sticking to his guns and I think it's what Ned would have done too. And he's going to pay for it. Yeah. Yeah. But Ned wouldn't have married Talisi, right? Talisi. Talisi. <laughs> Talisi. Uh, you, you don't, uh, yeah, you, it's probably true. Probably very true. I mean, he'd, Although, have, a ba- yeah. he'd have a bastard with, with her, but he wouldn't marry her. Correct. <laughs> Allegedly. He'd have an alleged, uh, a fake bastard. Yeah. We also get to meet uh, Celise Baratheon in this episode, and oh, she's fucking insane. <laughs> she's got a bunch of fetuses in jars, which is, uh, you know, I, I imagine the writers of this show taking the books, looking at all the source material, all the weird, weird stuff, and they're like, all right, this is too odd, we gotta cut this. This is too complicated, we gotta cut this. Oh, you know what? Stannis <laughs> has a wife. And it doesn't say much about her in the books. What if we gave her some jarred fetuses? 
It's such a creepy like Ugh. scene because there's like multiple stages of gestation in these floating mm. green vials, and I'm like, oh, that's cool. That's cool. Why would you keep them? That's weird. That's that's weird. Yeah, it's very creepy. We do also get to see the you know the flip side of that coin in what is probably the most pure character in the entire series, uh, Shireen. Yeah, his daughter. It's it's you're bringing you're coming right up to my least favorite part of the episode. Oh, uh, one okay. of my uh, not because I think it's a weak point in the episode, and I'm only saying this because I know what happens. But I was. Yeah. It's so hard to watch these scenes. With Stannis's daughter, so you've got a while to do it too. Yeah, I like her so much, uh, and I think she's just that that ray of sunshine. Uh, with one notable exception, you never really see her frown. Yeah, mm. I think it's. Uh, I think she's a. Uh, I think she's a really good character, and I actually really like her character, and I like that whole thing. But uh, mm-hmm. I actually, I totally the second she appeared on screen, I was like, oh shit! I totally forgot yeah. all about this storyline, <laughs> yeah. and I just immediately like got depressed. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you forgot, you blocked it out. Yeah, like, <laughs> probably on purpose. Your subconscious is like, we cannot handle this. I please, forgot. I forgot don't that watch the. This. <clears throat> I totally forgot that the mom was like just kind of a bitch too. Like she, mm-hmm. she doesn't care about her daughter or any of that she's more told, obsessed with the whole lord of light than yeah yeah so everyone I totally else is i mean like that. she's fucking crazy I, I remember her being kind of crazy and, and sick or whatever you want to call it but i didn't yeah. remember her being that far gone um we haven't yeah, talked about it's... you know daenerys really just the whole uh jorah and baraston right oh. baraston 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 I like Baraston better. Mm-hmm. Um, we, I mean, because they have like this whole pissing contest initially. Yes. It's nice right? locker room talk. It is right, and then oh, I think wait, what's which was a for um, was a Jorah when he like was knighted, but was talking about how much he had to piss or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was, was like be the first oh. knight to pee on the king's boots. Yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, that's super mm-hmm. random. Um, and then of course he's trying to figure out does how much does Barrison know about him being a spy? Like, is that me? Because he, you know, was he there in the the small? I think gathering of his small council. Yeah, yeah, council. Which I guess I was wrong. He does not know. And I I meant to go back and check, but I'm lazy and I didn't. I swear that the first time Daenerys and everybody is brought up. Is when Ned is first brought into the small council chambers when he first arrives in the city, and I swear Barristan is in that meeting. So I mean, I guess you can imply he doesn't know where the information came from, but I imagine it would have come up. Yeah, I don't remember if he's ever like. I feel like he walks in with his other guards with him to address Robert, yeah. but I don't remember yeah. if he was ever actually in prior. Because there's parts totally where you like you him. you see them come in, and he's like standing there but i don't remember if that was during a council meeting or before it started because i think a lot of times it was before it started so my least favorite part about this episode uh is and we can go ahead and go to the tally board sansa mistake number two uh which is refusing to leave once again this time with Littlefinger. she had already kind of set it up but the prospect of a young gay twink was enough to swing her from her, uh, you know, soon-to-be safe perch into sticking around so that she could have a fun sister-in-law and uh, maybe some butt play with Loras Terrell. That's, uh, that was pretty bad. Although, with that being said, 
I think Sansa pretty much makes every decision Sansa <laughs> makes is pretty much a mistake. But what do you think going with Littlefinger would have been good for her? Well, I mean, we, in a spoiler, we we see her go with Littlefinger later, unintentionally to her, but uh, it does happen. And uh, <laughs> I mean, you can you can debate the merits of that and how it plays out for her, I suppose. Uh, there's some good and some bad. Um, I think that it would have probably gone uh, just as well as it ended up going for her. But conversely, had she stuck around and had everything that's going to happen with Tyrion play out like it does, she's dead there, you know? Yeah, good point. Pretty um, much she's, she's doomed no matter what. So, I don't know. And speaking of Tyrion, uh, Tyrion and Sansa... Set to wed Tywin Lannister, bringing his kids in for a little double dose of mic yeah, drop. Yeah, little, little matchmaker, matchmaker kind of thing. You know, he's so proud of himself. Actually, so I think it's the next episode that you kind of get uh, him with uh, Tyrell's, the grandmother, right? Yes. That that I actually really enjoyed. That was probably was one of scene, the, yeah. the best parts of that episode. But this time he's just like, hey... Yeah, fuck you, kids. You will yeah. marry these people. We will control this land. Now, everyone, go eat your porridge. <laughs> go, <laughs> go to your room. Go to your room, you fuckers. Yeah. And it's like oh. two whiny teenagers, like, but dad. You love how he let Cersei have her minute to think that she was pulling one over on Tyrion before he's like, "You're gonna marry Loras Tyrell. You're my daughter." Like, yeah, yeah. Was, that, that scene was that scene was good. Um, I very like I like like you're saying I like the uh, very childish nature of the whole whole thing. Yeah. As for our good bad and jugglies for this episode, we pretty much hit on all of them. We see Egret, we see John for a split second. Uh, we see Jamie and Brienne from the booties, and uh, Oliver, which I think was his name, the squire that is set to seduce Sir Loras by the uh, command of Peter Baelish. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, I'm just, just again just to be thorough. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I rewind it. <laughs> on uh, Mr. Oliver, uh, you uh, you're getting near you're getting near root, maybe a little base on that. A little point. base, yeah, uh huh, yeah, uh huh. Quick I shot. I pause it to clarify. It's a, yeah. <laughs> it's a quick shot, but uh, there, yeah. you're definitely getting something. It's not a not a trick of the light there. No. It's my phone wallpaper. That's how I know for sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, it was a great episode. Uh, season three, episode five, Kissed by Fire. As we said, so much happens. Uh, we need the like, I, I, Kissed I, by a Rose like <laughs> soundtrack behind that. <laughs> <laughs> I compare you to a kiss by a rose. What did you guys... I thought this was like maybe the best episode of the season so far. It's so I think it's a good episode. I liked a lot what was going on. I definitely feel like, again, it's it's starting to pick up. Like you get this sensation of now we're, like we've hit the the whole top of the curve and now we're just running down the hill. Like yeah. so, I think yes. The next, would you think this is the best episode of the season? I don't. I, I don't won't say we, that. No, yeah, not at all. I don't think we can make yeah. that statement yet. But I think so far. I mean, we I, can I always I think, make uh, that statement. I think, well, not, well, Jeremy, not all of us are seasons ahead, but Jeremy's <laughs> like, do you think this is the best episode of the series? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm through it twice already. <laughs> no, I'm having to, I'm literally watching it again so many times now because I've gotten so far ahead. Just I told all... you, just I, slow uh, down. <laughs> I but don't, but, I think but you get episode... hooked again, right? You get like sucked in. 
for it's me, nice. episode four was better than this. Just the whole Daenerys storyline. Uh, it's true. That was it was very badass. good. That was and then badass, a so. lot going on north of the wall, which was uh, which I thought was interesting. So I think uh, I think yeah. four for me nudges out five, but I do think five is up there for. Uh, I think we're getting in a good stride here in, in in these episodes. Well, Hans, you know your opinion is what I crave. I'm curious what your thoughts are on that garden veggie cheddar scone. Yeah, so let me hit you with this real quick. This is from Outpost Grocery. Again, as most of my reviews will be from yeah. now on. Uh, <laughs> They've hooked you up. So, yeah, I'm, I'm officially sponsored. <laughs> so, the, but not uh, paid. He's got that merch on right way. now. Uh, I actually pay them. It's a, it's a different type it's of It's a thing. nice face tattoo of Outpost Grocery. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, I recently had their um, spinach artichoke cheddar scone. This mm. is... And then coincidentally, very quickly after, the garden veggie cheddar. Uh, can you grow spinach and artichoke in the garden? Because I'm not so confident that they really changed anything in this scone. Mm, they uh, just maybe it. they just did, did some nomenclature change. Anyway, first review of that prior scone, I said it wasn't great. This review, uh, tweaked it, threw it in the toaster, cut it in half, threw it in the toaster, buttered it a little bit. Pretty good. Much better. That's Much the better. way to eat these savory scones, apparently. Did Jenna try this one? Because I think her review of the first one was the worst thing she's ever put in her mouth. Uh, she, uh, I feel like she did, but I've been eating so many scones. So <laughs> Who can keep good. track? There is no such thing. Well, if you would like to see all of these scones, they're up on our Instagram. Of course, we've got a, a plethora of social media. You can find them all at Thrones and Scones, thronesandscones.com if you want all the details on everything and every which way you can find it. And of course, we'll catch you tomorrow for season three episode. No, is tomorrow Saturday? Shit, this week has gone fast. <laughs> all right, we'll catch you on Monday for season three, episode six, The Climb. Are you, pray tell, down with GOT? Yeah, you, you know, know me. me. So that's like the first time we've talked more than 30 seconds about scones. Good job. Yeah. Fuck you both. But well, anyway, I think uh, we had like 15 minutes in most episodes. I'm not really sure where you're coming from there. Yeah, because we do like 30, It's a good 50-50 every time. Yeah, we do like 30-ish minute episodes, yeah, 15 yeah. Hans, 15 minutes who fucking time. never talks about anything, talks more about this goddamn horrible, horrible garden <laughs> cheddar thing. You have no idea that. It was not horrible. It was decent. You had literally the same one last week and said it was horrible. Mm. But he said he changed the, the procedure was, here. That was spinach artichoke. This was garden veggie cheddar. <laughs> Very different. Very so different. for our, our run in our themes, I feel like we need to really touch on these theme songs more. So next week, we obviously have a Miley Ooh. Cyrus opportunity, right? <laughs> <laughs> It's always going to be a 700-foot wall. (laughs) (laughs) I think so. I think so. (laughs) It's the climb, which I always thought sounded like an STD. (laughs) Oh, no, I got got the climb. (laughs) It's like a combination of the clap and life's. Like, it's the clap, but they kind of... Climb out of it. Oh, oh, that is horrible. (laughs) That is... Rough. <laughs> they slowly ascend. <laughs> they slowly ascend your body. Hey baby, what do you got? Oh my god, it's coming out on me. So it's a yeah, it's the it's the layman term for uh, for grayscale. That's how it starts. Who knew it was an STD? Makes it real weird that Shireen's got it, doesn't it? <laughs>
Mm, yep, we went there. <laughs> we're really sorry about that. <laughs> How did Shireen get this grayscale? I think the story is, I don't know if they touch on it. I, uh, actually, I think Stannis does say it. He does. Um, later, 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 later. I believe it was like some trader came in with, not like traitor, like trader, um, with like goods and shit. And there was a doll. And I don't remember if the doll was infected on purpose or by accident, but it was infected. Gotcha. And like Shireen had taken the doll and uh, basically got it. And she's, I think, one of the only people in recorded history um, to be cured of really? grayscale. Mm-hmm. Right, because isn't um, Daenerys' baby that's all disfigured has scales in two from the whole grayscale thing? I don't think that's implied. I think that that's more of a dragon connotation. But really, yeah, I don't I think they that, mentioned that specifically. That it book. had grayscale? No, 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 no. In the book, I thought they mentioned that it was that someone like is talking about the way it looked or something. I have to, I have oh. to read, look, go back and maybe. Look. Yeah, I don't remember that. It's possible because I remember thinking that when I was watching the show, like, oh, okay, never mind. Maybe that was mentioned. Okay, hmm. 